Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. My name is Tyler Campbell, editor for Hydrocarbon Processing and your host for this week's episode. Today, we are joined by Bhargav Sharma, Global Senior Business Leader for LNG and Gas Processing at Honeywell UOP, and John Copo, Global Marketing and Strategy for Oil and Gas at Honeywell Process Solutions. Do you want to start by maybe giving um, a brief description of your roles at Honeywell? How about you start, John? Sure. Uh, John Colpo. So I'm leader for strategy and marketing for Upstream and LNG at Honeywell Process Solutions. So Honeywell Process Solutions is the automation uh, and safety and controls part of Honeywell um, PMT. So I'm guess I, it's fair to say my Honeywell lifer joined um, back in the uh, mid 80s in various roles and been involved in upstream oil and gas and LNG since uh, 1988, uh, working on the Northwest Shelf Project. Um, yeah, so I'm glad to be here today, Tyler, and sharing some of our insights um, as we um, uh, sort of get through this uh, podcast. Thank you, John. How about you, Bargav? Sure, uh, Tyler, first of all, thanks for this opportunity. So I'm Bhargav Sharma. I am the senior business leader for UOP Honeywell's gas processing and energy division. I am responsible from all the way from selling the project to the successful execution. I've been with Honeywell for last 17 years, and I have done very many various roles in Honeywell, starting from R&D, engineering, all the way to roles in sales and business. I'm a chemical engineer by trade. Excellent. All right, so let's go ahead with the first question here. Um, Why is LNG important? And in particular, why is it important to global long-term greenhouse gas reduction plans? Also, do you expect LNG can help companies achieve zero emissions? Sure. So there are two main reasons why LNG is important. The first is because of its role as a transitional fuel that everybody is talking about, and the transition between coal and green hydrogen, that is. The reason behind that is it releases almost 50% less CO2 than the coal. And secondly, because it enables energy security for those geographies that are stranded from natural gas supplies today. Yes, so let's just recap what is LNG so we can see why it's a good intermediate or a transition fuel towards a future low greenhouse gas planet. So LNG is natural gas. It's the same molecules as in natural gas, but it's been cleaned a second time and refrigerated to minus 260 degrees Fahrenheit, or for those of uh, metric persuasion, that's uh, minus 163 degrees Celsius, where it condenses into a liquid, so it becomes much more energy dense around 600 times um, volume reduction, and hence much more efficient to transport over long distances and across continents. So both LNG and natural gas are extremely versatile and can be used for transportation, heating, and electricity generation. So many global regions have put greater reliance on LNG, at least until more advancements can be made for low carbon hydrogen technologies, 
such as what we call green hydrogen or blue hydrogen and hydrogen infrastructure. So while natural gas does not offer zero emission advantages of green hydrogen, both LNG and natural gas can enable greater renewable energy deployment through grid balancing and integration. As well, LNG is much more efficient and clean when compared to traditional coal and other fuels. As Balga mentioned, LNG emits almost 50% less CO2 and other controlled emissions than coal. And so it's an important tool for meeting intermediate greenhouse gas goals as governments reduce reliance on coal-fired power plants. Right. And the second reason we mentioned is energy security. At this moment, the globe is rewriting its natural gas flows, so there is less reliance on gas from Russia for the EU. And it turns out LNG is the best way to do that quickly and flexibly. This requires new LNG import terminals in Europe, obviously, which will, I think, mainly be floating type barges called FSRUs that will be towed in one place. And also we need acceleration of liquefaction projects where the next projects are mainly located in America, Qatar, or Australia in our view. All right. Thanks, Bhargav. Uh, so, so we're hearing the world needs more LNG capacity quickly. What are the challenges that are being faced by companies attempting to speed up their project plans? Right. So we know that these large baseload LNG projects, they require large investment. And typically, project development cycles are very long as well. It is extremely critical for these projects to control the cost and schedule, which has been very challenging. Especially when you look at the current inflatory environment we are facing, it becomes more challenging. If you look at the key, key players like United States, where most of these projects we expect to develop, a lot of these projects are also located in the same area. So getting craft labor, that itself becomes a challenge when you compare with when you are competing with other development in the same area. Also, there are not so many tier one and tier two players who can take on these large projects at this mega level. So getting your project a priority uh, within the limited number of players has also been a challenge in my view. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd also add that uh, timely FERC or other authority approvals should also happen in order to accelerate rollout of LNG projects. Yeah, that's absolutely right, John. So speed to capture this LNG market is going to be a huge challenge for all the LNG projects around the globe because LNG projects generally take many years to complete. And meanwhile, the LNG customers could be placing long-term agreement with other projects if they are executing faster. So what can we do? Well, I think modular construction is a short trend that I've been seeing, and that reduces the time to build an LNG plant for any scale. In modular construction, LNG trains can be built in factory-like settings around the world, and they can be carried on a truck or on a ship to the final location. In some cases, this can also provide the option to relocate and reuse these LNG trains at a different location at some other uh, point in time. Honeywell UOP does provide modular options for LNG pretreatment plants. UOP's unique modular design and construction approach, along with its technology know-how. It allows for the quick construction, predictable cost and schedule, efficient fabrication, surety of outcome, and superior quality. 
So UOP offers these trackable modules. We can offer these large roll-on and roll-off type of module, or also single lift module for offshore applications, which basically enables faster installation and quicker return on the investment. Mm, yes, and coming back to inflation, improving capital project execution, so that, that includes the reliability of the project schedule, as well as the uh, as well as inflation that cap happens during capital project that uh, mentioned both earlier. LNG plants can be complex and changes may need to be made after the design and during the construction. So if there are ways to reduce changes or cope with changes without adding much cost or schedule, then that would make significant improvements to the capital project. So how is Honeywell UOP working with LNG producers to help them achieve their goals in LNG liquefaction projects, such as fast tracking schedules and keeping costs uh, from inflating? Sure. So Honeywell UOP is a single stop shop for LNG pretreatment technologies. Our technologies pretreat about 40% of natural gas that is used in the world's LNG production today. North American LNG projects also have this unique challenge related to removal of heavy hydrocarbon from relatively lean feed gas that we see coming from pipeline. UOP has a proprietary suppressive technology which not only solves this challenge, but also does it with lower capex and opex. There's a lot of power saving associated with this, uh, which means positive impact on carbon footprint also. We deliver these as licensed technology with a basic engineering and product supply for a traditional EPC lump sum turnkey type of model. Or if end user would like, we can work with them and provide this in form of technology plus modular equipment supply also. Our pretreatment units can supply ready to liquefy feed gas to liquefaction units with appropriate process warranties, which help make project very bankable and can reduce the execution and schedule risk. We stay with the customer along the life of the project because we have a vested interest of supplying products and service support once the plant is in operation. So mm. a good day for them is a good day for us also. And Tyler, at um, Honeywell Process Solutions, another key area we help with is in automation, which encompasses also safety and reliability. So as we're saying, LNG production plants are complex and it's normal for designs to change right up until the end. And this adds uh, additional project time at cost. But um, at Honeywell, uh, our LEAP, so we just love acronyms, so that stands for Lean Execution of Automation Project. So our LEAP, Lean Project Execution Methodology, simplifies projects critical path and reduces project schedules and also supports modular construction. Our universal I.O. channels are, are like, uh, we like them, liken them to a Swiss army knife for control systems so that any control or measurement channel can easily be reassigned during the project without additional cost. Our highly integrated virtual environment, another acronym, HIVE, uh, takes the flexible project process to the next level, integrating critical functions to speed implementation of modular construction units, enables remote operations, and improves facility uptime through more resilient infrastructure. Uh, 
If we had more time, I'd go on to other solutions that can accelerate projects. For example, we can provide earlier development of process and equipment simulation that can debug process design problems and also the control and safety system debug that. This and other solutions with simulation, but um, we'd better move on. Um, so nevertheless, Honeywell's comprehensive solutions address the entire LNG value chain, including liquefaction, shipping, regasification, and onto pipelines and even micro LNG to help achieve uh, reliable, safe, and maximize daily throughput and helping to maintain the LNG capital project on schedule and on budget. Honeywell improves LNG asset performance and helps maintain performance such that every day is the best day of production. That was a, a lot of acronyms, John. Yeah, we just love them, but uh, <laughs> I, I did my best to spell them out and explain. You'll appreciate it. So what successful practices has Honeywell seen during this time? Sure, so let's just break this down first. The LNG project will have several phases, including the design and construction phase, the first year or the ramp up of uh, operation, and then you have the entire asset life cycle. Each phase will have its own set of challenges, and Honeywell UOP has developed solutions for each phase. For the design and construction phase, Honeywell UOP has developed pre-engineered unit in the range of 1 to 2 MTPA and also a 5 MTPA. So we can work with end users and or EPC with flexible business model there to support technology and products, or we can also support modular equipment supply. Mm. But also Honeywell's IMAC, there's another acronym, um, <laughs> concept also really helps in the project design and construction phase. So it takes the industry standard MAC, that's main automation contract, um, that scope and integrates more of the IT systems that the LNG operator will need that they normally get later in the life cycle. So this includes operator training systems, simulation, production management software, um, model-based advanced control, real-time optimization, and so on. So Honeywell supports optimization through built-in remote operations and autonomous control from the day a plant is built. And that includes digital twin technology where a virtual image allows for the manipulation of physical equipment or processes. This is further supported by processes such as artificial or AI-based real-time optimization of everything from production to the supply chain itself. Um, as iMac or um, integrated Mac uh, enables earlier implementation of operating operation systems, um, that tend to arrive later, we're able to accelerate that first year ramp up significantly. Uh, as the LNG plant gets up and running, we have lifecycle support program that we call uh, another acronym A360 or Assurance 360, which is performance based and helps keep the LNG plant operations from deteriorating as the plant ages. The key platform for Honeywell's automation and safety system is our Experion Process Knowledge System, or Experion PKS as it's known, which integrates all aspects of equipment and process at each LNG asset and can integrate multiple LNG assets into a common integrated workspace. Excellent, mm. excellent. Mm. So how does Honeywell foresee the market changing in the future? How can you help 
customers adapt. Carol, why don't you take this one first, Bargoff? Yeah, so from development size, in short term, companies which can move fast will be able to monetize the demand supply gap. We see modularization as a key to fast execution with concept of design once and build many. Mm. I'd, I'd add that uh, as more LNG units come online, operational flexibility will become important to handle uh, supply demand. LNG production plants are generally designed to be operated at full capacity in order to meet their annual delivery program requirements, um, which used to be mainly based on 20-year agreements, um, and these same plants work less efficiently if operating at partial load. Um, it's true the LNG spot market didn't exist until recently, but current and future plants are going to need to be able to swing up and down efficiently in order to be able to accommodate a larger fraction of that capacity being on the spot market. So this is one of the areas that digitalization, also known as digital transformation, can really help. So Honeywell Connected Enterprise provides many IoT-enabled solutions to keep the LNG plant operating in the most efficient manner in order to keep profitable at partial capacity and to respond more quickly to opportunities for spot cargoes that can really make a difference to the bottom line. We're also seeing that new FERC approvals are coming on with greater and greater scope one and scope two greenhouse gas targets, which aim to lower the carbon intensity of the LNG project, uh, sorry, LNG product, I should say. Uh, the same in other jurisdictions. Uh, hence, we will see LNG operations deploying decarbonisation solutions such as carbon capture and sequestration, uh, electrification of turbines and other equipment, I mean, uh, gas turbine gas compressors and other equipment, um, uh, detecting and remedying fugitive methane and so on. So again, at Honeywell, we provide a range of solutions for lowering the greenhouse gas intensity of LNG production and transport. Yeah, John, and in summary, Tyler, LNG and other hydrocarbon-based companies, they need to prepare for the future. They need to align with global sustainability goals while still providing their customers with the technology that they need today. The technologies mentioned previously will help companies adapt, particularly to, particularly to ever-evolving sustainability regulations. I look forward to seeing um, uh, Honeywell's contribution to our sustainable future. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much all I had for you guys today. Uh, uh, thanks again, Bargov and John, for taking a moment out of your time to speak to our listeners. Thank you. Our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you to the listeners for tuning in to another episode of The Main Column. Please remember to share and subscribe. And thanks for stopping by. This episode references data from the U.S. Energy Information Administration and the International Gas Union's World LNG Report of 2021.